0: Good
1: afternoon and welcome. Does your municipality clear the snow from your sidewalk or are you responsible for doing it yourself? And if you clear the piece of pavement in front of your home, what if a neighbor doesn't or can't? Or is away. It certainly means that anyone with a disability or a mobility issue or a parent with a stroller can't get safely by. Now I'm sure it leads to more falls, which put more pressure on the healthcare system, not to mention that they hurt people, and with that, probably more injury claims against the city. Sidewalk clearing is one of the inequities. In Toronto, the inner suburbs get the city, but the old city does not. So 1,400 kilometres of Toronto sidewalks do not get plowed by city workers, even after major storms. So, City of Toronto is kicking off a pilot project after December 1st. As you heard in Jeremy's news, it'll see 150 clicks of sidewalks being plowed in the city. So, is that the answer? If you live outside central Toronto, do you resent using your tax dollars to pay for clearing Toronto sidewalks. Let me give you the numbers. I'd like to hear from you. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at the level of passion that this issue is uh, eliciting. So the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. Forty, and now I am joined by Toronto councillors Josh Matlow, Ward Twelve, Toronto Saint Paul's, and Mike Layton, Ward Eleven, University Rosedale. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to you both. Good afternoon. So, just to get some history behind us, this is kind of a legacy thing from pre-amalgamation Toronto, right? Uh,
2: yes, uh, it's 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 a legacy of, uh, of sadly inequity. Where uh, there there are those of us on council that believe that everyone's standards of life, uh, no matter whether you live in Scarborough or Etobicoke or North York or downtown Toronto, should be lifted, and that that everyone should have access uh, to uh, uh, safe and navigable sidewalks. Uh, and then, uh, sadly, there there are far too many councillors, uh, uh, not just in this council but previous councils. That have decided that it's not worth the investment to make sure that uh, you know whether you are a senior with mobility challenge and we have a a very quickly aging city and society uh, or or a young person pushing a stroller uh, or or anyone in a wheelchair or 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 with a cane or any type of mobility challenge uh, you know we believe that every sidewalk should be accessible to all and I and I and I, I I often remind my colleagues who who disagree with us respectfully, uh, many of their residents who who reside in North York and Scarborough and Etobicoke, uh, you know also want to walk in midtown and downtown Toronto, uh, and and it's an inequity to them as well, and it's wrong.
1: Uh, Councillor Layton, uh, I mean, um, has anybody quantified the extra amount that it it costs? in terms of extra falls or extra claims because of the fact that this isn't done?
3: Well, it'll be every couple of years we have this debate and it comes back to city council and we tinker at the margins. We add a couple streets in that uh, to, to, to just make it a little bit more fair within a neighborhood. Uh, we, 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 we we add a little bit of budget in to improve things a little bit, but we've, we've shied away from... from really addressing the elephant in the room, which is the fact mm-hmm. that 17% of residential streets in the city don't get clearing, and the rest do. And it, it just so happens that 70% is in the old city of toronto Uh, Uh, we don't have we don't i i don't have a number and my my colleague Councillor matlow might i don't have a number for the trips in falls but the number for clearing a couple years ago was around the three to four million dollar mark now that's probably increased but as the price of clearing the subway uh, the, the streetcar sorry the sidewalks in uh in the inner suburbs have also increased in that time that that Councillors within those areas that aren't cleared, and the residents within those areas aren't cleared, are also paying for uh, the the clearing of of, of other sidewalks. So it is there there while there is a big equal, uh, equality piece that needs to go into this. There's also the notion that people just can't get around. When you have people with mobility issues, it struck really home with me last year when I was trying to push my, 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 my infant in a stroller just to go to the grocery store that you had to lift up the carriage and carry it 20 feet because one resident didn't clear, or one, or it's it's typically several on the street. Didn't clear their snow either because they weren't there, or they themselves have uh, have uh, aren't able to clear it them uh, themselves. Uh, it it doesn't matter. The fact is, we need people need to be able to get around our city.
2: Uh, Libby, Libby, if I I may just add on to what Mike was saying, of course I concur with him. Um, It's not always just even a matter of lifting the stroller up. Mike knows I'm not that far away from pushing Molly in the stroller. And, uh, you know, young parents uh, uh, parents are often uh, forced into a situation where they're actually moving the stroller into live traffic as uh, others who have various mobility challenges, because they simply can't... The, the, the irony is is that the road lane is, is well, to the greatest standards possible in Toronto, uh, uh, cleared, and many people don't think they do a good enough job with that as well. But certainly the sidewalk isn't. And it's not just single-family dwellings. There's often entire blocks where there's either an institution or an apartment block that just hasn't gone around or just willfully negligent. And, uh, and, and it's just inaccessible and unsafe for everybody involved. So we're not asking for, I think, anything unreasonable. What we're just saying is, uh, council has, uh, you know, deemed it appropriate that the vast preponderance of the city has sidewalk snow clearing for those very reasons. And it's just, it, it, it's, it's illogical, unfair, and even just dangerous and wrong to leave out such a, a large part of our city from that program.
1: Okay. I just need a, a little bit of clarification here. And, and first of all, I want to make the point, it's not just people with mobility issues or walkers or strollers, but you can be perfectly w- w- you know, able-bodied and athletic and still slip on ice. Of course. And that'll be the end to that. Uh, yes. the, the question that I had was that I was under the impression that it's all of what was the old city of Toronto that doesn't get sidewalk clearing, but but you're saying that's it's it's even crazier that there are some streets that do and others that don't.
2: Yes, yeah, there there are some streets that do, there are some streets that don't. Uh, typically uh, arterials, collectors. There's certain you know certain streets that have it, certain streets that don't. And and as you can imagine, if you're a resident on a street that doesn't. It, it, this makes no sense to you, and there's no way to really explain it well because it actually doesn't make sense. And now what the city is going to do this year is do this very timid, tepid pilot, where it's almost like uh, you know finding the the, the you know the, the golden coupon in the in the chocolate bar to get to the chocolate factory. If your street happens to be the one on the pilot, that's just not a way to run a city, and it's not fair and inequitable, and it's and it's just not ensuring safety for all.
3: It, it's worth, worth pointing out, as Councillor Matlow said, that this is a much smaller, it's a much smaller pilot than even our consultants recommended. There's no number for the number of kilometres that this pilot will be in the staff report. We, we were told it was going to be 150, but there was no number that that we were given. The consultants recommended 250 kilometers so that we could get a good idea of how it might work. Um because the 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 difference between the downtown street, residential streets and some of the more suburban ones typically is that there's parking adjacent the curb of one of of one side of the street. There's street parking. Uh, but the problem is when you look at when you compare East York north of the Danforth to just south of the Danforth in Riverdale The the sidewalks are just about the same, there's parking on both, but they have snow clearing on the north side, uh, north of the Danforth, and not on the south side of the Danforth. Think about their residents' association meetings when half of them get a get a service and half of them don't get the service at all. Uh, this yeah. this is this is the problem that we've seen over the last couple of years. We keep getting the excuse that it's just not possible, so let's not make the investment. The fact is, it is possible. It takes about five minutes to Google uh, the the equipment necessary to plow a more narrow area. And uh, and and staff have repeatedly says we, say we we just don't have the the equipment to do it. The fact is it's available. They just don't want to spend the money. They don't want to come to council and ask for the money because our our our, our previous mayor, our current mayor, have given very direct. Uh, indications to staff that they don't want to see an increase in their budget. Well, how are we supposed to standardize service across the city when some neighborhoods get it and some don't without an increase in the budget? It's just not possible. Well, okay, you know, okay I mean, let the, me. The irony just... is
2: that, like I hear from residents, I'm sure you do, Mike, uh, as well. Uh, you know, living in a Canadian city, I think most people just think reasonably that, like, this is a basic service in a Canadian city that gets winters with a lot of snow that. That's what they're paying taxes for in the first place. They they, they don't understand why it wouldn't be a basic service uh, like like waste collection, and other things that we do, uh, and and the fact that that, that this mayor and council and previous ones have deliberately gotten in the way of doing so. And you're going to hear from Councilor Pasternak later, who has been using you know that. that classic divisive rhetoric around suburbs versus uh, the Midtown and Downtown, and you know,
1: uh, we don't get if, bike lanes up in North If you'll York. allow <laughs> me to jump in, I have a few yeah. questions about that. So, yeah. uh, just let, let me get my questions sure. in here, sure. please. And, and that, they are, uh, one of the things he says, and we're going to be talking to him in a bit, uh, is that there's no estimate on what it would cost, and that's why uh, he is voting it down now. And the other thing is, do you think that this is just the suburbs versus the, the, the center of Toronto, and, and he, among other people, says, Well, there are a lot of things that the downtown people get that we don't have access to. Well,
3: if I may, Libby, on, to, on those three points so, at the committee that James is, is that Councillor Passanak is chair of, I requested a, a report from staff on the costs. He voted against that, so I didn't request. Do the do, start doing this service without knowing the cost. I requested, what is the cost, and can we accomplish it? Give me a better reason why you say we cannot. He rejected that. And then on the, on, on the fact that we, we, we have some idea of the cost, because we're going to do 150 kilometers anyhow. So staff did outline the cost of, of what that would be. So to implement the whole pilot or all across the, the area. So we what, what is some, the cost for 150
1: idea. kilometers?
3: Uh, the cost was about $70,000 a, a month. Throughout the term of the uh, of of the winter season,
1: so we have uh, to just multiply.
3: You'd, right, you'd you'd think.
1: So that is that's like what's that going to be? Uh, well, it
3: was, for the whole area. It was said it was about four million dollars uh, four years ago. Um, there there may be some purchasing that needs to happen of uh, of some capital equipment, but that wouldn't necessarily be calculated into that cost. But to to to. To Councillor Pasternak's point that some services that that are offered uh, in in some neighborhoods and, and not others uh, that 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 somehow justifies us not having uh, un, us not standardizing this uh, the snow removal all across the city is, is nonsense utter. Nonsense. We shouldn't be trying to race to the bottom. In that case, why don't we take away sidewalk clearing from those neighborhoods? That's not what we're advocating for. The, the, the notion that, well, downtown has bike lanes uh, and that's something they don't have in the, in, in the inner suburbs is also nonsense. The, the councillors from inner suburb areas voted out bike lanes in their in the inner suburbs as well as downtown. So it's not fair to start saying, well, they have it and we don't, when when they've actually actively removed some of them from from their neighborhood. Again, we shouldn't be trying to race to the bottom here. We should be trying to get services to everyone in the city, not just saying, well, there's a legacy of them not getting that service, so let's just not bother moving ahead in that direction.
1: Okay, let's, uh, let's hear from some of the residents now. We've got Bill in East York. Hi, Bill.
4: Hi. I think, actually, I'm listening to the, the, the cause of the problem, these councillors. Um, last uh, Christmas Eve, there was a heavy snowfall, and I walked out. You can't get your strollers up and down the street. This is like, a, like 12 o'clock at night. And you know what? There's snow plows out cleaning the bike lanes on Woodbine Avenue. Okay, those, they're going up and down cleaning the bike lanes, all right? Uh
1: huh. So
4: th- th- that's the priority of the city of Toronto. When you talk about north and south of Bloor. Well, I'm going to talk about north and east York here. You go into Scarborough, they come in, they clear out the windrows. Okay, what's that York. got to do with they, the sidewalk? Hang on, please, just let me get this out. I live in east York, I've lived here for 25 years. My windrow, they come. After I shovel my sidewalks, three days later, they come with a bobcat where there's no yeah. snow, and they clean my sidewalk. They drop the night of the snowfall or the next morning. They put five tons of snow at the end of my driveway. The elderly lady that lives next door to me, she's 80-some-odd years old. They put five tons in hers. I'm 60 years old. i got to get out. i got to shovel out all this snow out of those driveways. Like, what are you people doing? You clean them in Scarborough. The wind. Yeah. May I respond
2: to that?
1: Uh, yeah, Bill. Bill, I'm going to let you go and, and hang no, on and no, listen I'd, to
4: the response. I, I'd like to hear this.
1: Please, okay.
2: can I stay on?
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Sure. Well, no, Bill, um, like, first of all, Bill, Bill's points are fair. Like, and, and, you know, the sidewalk snow clearing isn't the only grievance that residents, I think, very, uh, you know, understandably have. Uh, there, are, there are cities like Montreal and cities around the world that don't just shove the snow to the side of the road. And then you're right, after you after you, just, you know clear the walk in front of your house, then all of a sudden you've got to do it again or your your driveway's blocked because the city's now shoved everything over, they clear the snow. And you know what Mike and I and others have been arguing for is raising the standards of winter maintenance. Not just one versus the other, but raise the standards to address the reality of the weather that we have in Toronto. But just because the city is clearing one place or another or bike lanes or road lanes or this or that it's not. It's a false equivalent to say, "Well, okay, so well, let's just forget about the sidewalks." What, what we're arguing with all due is that respect, sidewalks just, are also something that people try to move through, uh, as, as as trying to walk through our city uh, or roll, and it is challenging to impossible for far too many people in the city because we don't provide. This basic service to every neighborhood, the way that that you know many cities around the world just understandably do, because that's what people pay for.
1: Well, is 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 there, you know, and on top of clearing sidewalks, do we need, as Bill pointed out, an issue of coordination? That's a big problem, that when when the uh, operators there are cleaning clearing out the roads, they dump. They dump snow in, in front of residences.
2: But because they're shoving it, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're pushing it. They're not clearing it. And so that's... So, you know, for example, if Bill wants the city to up its standards, he should tell the mayor... That we're willing to invest in that. If we, if we don't invest in it, then, then it doesn't happen, right? It, so it's sort of like if you want, if you want uh, some milk, you've got to go buy it at the store. And if you don't want the milk, then don't do it. But, but we have to make those choices about what our priorities are. And the problem is, is that I think that this mayor and the previous mayor and, and our city council has been sort of fine with the status quo because they don't want to improve the, 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 the service standards. And, you know, Bill's voice needs to be heard. If Bill has a concern about that, it's not just you know two councillors. He needs to council and the mayor need to hear from him, along with other Torontonians. who I, want I would bet that maintenance that, standards to go up.
1: I would bet that Bill is a frequent caller. That he doesn't want to pay <laughs> more taxes. Do you have uh, councillors before I take the next call? Because people are are all lined up here. Uh, do you have any kind of estimate of how much it would cost if uh, our snowplows actually cleared the snow as opposed to piling it up on people's driveways?
2: You know, the challenge is is that we keep asking uh, for, for estimates. We keep asking for what would it take to actually get the job done. Mike Layden has provided remarkable leadership this year in challenging our council and staff to provide these kind of details so that we can discuss it as part of our budget process, and he, his requests have been denied. So we would like to have the information, and then then we can have a wonderful democratic debate over whether or not that is, that price tag is is reasonable. But we're just not getting that information. No, so let don't want to there, go there.
3: there is a basic number in the most recent report, is, who, but it's Is
1: this Councillor Pasternak?
3: No, this is Councillor late.
1: Okay, sorry.
3: It, it's difficult to, to calculate what removal will be because it's based on um, on on the snow event. And when we did do some removal in last year in twenty eighteen because of major snow event, it was four, it was four million dollars for the limited area we did. Now in two thousand eight we did a full removal because we got two hundred centimeters, a record snowfall like the most snow we've ever gotten on record, and it was 15 to 20 million, um, and uh, that's been uh, prorated to, to to what it would cost now. Uh, so it it's based on 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 event. So we we dip into a reserve fund to actually fund it. We just got to make sure the reserve funds there. But the the, the removal only happens. After major snow events, I will just make one quick point that Bill raised uh, around, he pointed to another inequity in our city and that's windrow clearing. And I think a lot of people would be surprised that they clear the front of driveways in parts of the city and not others. And there's another huge inequity in the city and that's leaf removal. Uh, in, in Etobicoke, for instance, a lot of people might not know this. You don't need to bag your leaves in a lot of cases. You rake them to the front of the property and they suck them up with a giant, Are you kidding? giant vacuum.
1: Yeah, It's an outrage. Okay, let me take a couple of calls, and then I want to bring in Counselor Pasternak uh, so he can answer some of those questions
5: there. Uh, Diane in Scarborough. Hello, Diane. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. What happens on our street, the the little plow comes by and does the sidewalk, and then later in the day, the big plow comes and undoes the uh, ends of the driveway. But that's scoop that they scoop out from the end of the driveway, they dump onto the sidewalk. So every 50 feet or so, there's this mound or mountain of snow on the sidewalks. People can't access, you know, and it's hard to clear that because it's not just snow, it's these great big boulders of ice and whatever.
1: And this this is in Scarborough where supposedly you get your sidewalks cleared.
5: Yes, and then... When we finally get the sidewalks clear, you know, a week, week and a half afterwards, and this is the residents trying to clear up those mountains, this bobcat comes along from somewhere, dragging snow from wherever, and it clogs up the sidewalks again. What what are they doing? Like, it's all this money that they're spending and effort putting into it. It accomplishes nothing. Okay, Diane,
1: I'm going to let you go, but turn up okay. your radio and listen for the response to that, because you ask very good questions, okay? Thank you, Libby. Okay, all righty. Good questions. Okay, good questions. Let's have the good answers. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> Who's taking it?
3: Well, I think... uh, Go ahead, ahead, Mike. I think this is, again, a a point on on coordination. Uh, I'd love to say the city, it does a great job coordinating uh, all of our services like this, um, but we do attempts are made to make sure that uh, that one isn't trying to offset the other I don't have uh, I don't represent an area with windrow clearing so I, I don't have a lot of experience responding to complaints uh, uh, of this or I, I don't know how frequent they are but I can just imagine what what it's like when you're you've got a you've got a clear sidewalk and then a giant boulder of snow has been pulled out and put right in front and it's certainly not the intent of the city to undo work that we've paid to have done um, these are contract uh, contractors for the most part that are Brought in to do this work, and this is a matter of managing the contract better and ensuring uh, that that I, we're not undoing the work. Now, it may require that, that, that happens mor-
1: on our roads all the time. By the way, with yeah. all kinds of road um, road repair. But anyway, go ahead.
3: Now we do try to coordinate that there, particularly of major road r- repair, and part of that isn't um, is outside of the city's control when particularly ut- um, telecom utilities are able to break moratoriums about road cuts um, because of uh, the the status they have as uh, and special exemption that they get from other levels of government um, so we're not able to coordinate as much as we would like uh, but that it speaks to the same thing like a, a part of this is a matter of coordination and try to get getting stuff done in the right order and as councillor matlow said uh, maybe on in certain circumstances we have to look to removal more often to ensure that we're meeting a basic level of service so that people like the last caller can make it out to their friend's house go to the corner store to get groceries when we have have these prolonged cold events, the snow doesn't go anywhere. The, that, those chunks of ice don't disappear. Uh, they stick around. And you can, might be able to avoid going to the grocery store for one day, two days. But, but once, uh, once you run out of food, you, you got to be able to get around the city. And for a lot of people, that's just not an option, even after we have a little bit of snow like we did the other day, uh, because the, you, you can't push a stroller or, or push a, a, a wheelchair or another mobility device down our sidewalks right now in let a lot be, of places. Okay,
1: wait, wait, wait a sec. It,
2: it, it,
3: if wait, no, I wait a just second. A yeah. Please
1: wait a second, because sure. uh, the clock is ticking here and Councillor okay. James Pasternak has been waiting very patiently. Huh. Hi, oh, Councillor Pasternak. You.
6: Hi, how are you?
1: Fine. Okay, so uh, a couple of things. Uh, the, these councillors are saying that you, you even voted against getting good estimates for clearing the sidewalks. Is that right?
6: Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed, uh, although I've high regard for my colleagues. I'm disappointed by what they're telling your listeners. Um, Councilor Layton sits on the budget committee, and we have entrusted him to take carriage of this in the budget process 2020 so that we're fully funded for a rollout. And, but we're not waiting for that. We've purchased 10 specialized machines, the newest technology, to start clearing sidewalks in areas that are not currently serviced. Now on the service level side I should point out to to our good friends uh, that are not currently getting sidewalk uh, clearance uh, that it is not an exact science and I think that last caller was very correct we get hundreds of complaints I'm not taking anything thousands. away from our thousands of complaints from our subcon and I'm not taking anything away from our staff or our subcontractors clearing snow is not an exact science it is extremely difficult to navigate many of these sidewalks uh, in many cases, lawns are damaged, uh, sprinkler systems are torn up, uh, curbs are broken, and uh, I just want to say that you're going to trigger you know, thousands of complaints uh, as we roll it out downtown, which which structurally is a much more difficult place to do sidewalk uh, clearing, and Councilors Matlow and, and Layton know that, and that's been the big problem over the years. But we're, we've spent millions of dollars on new equipment, we're going to be starting to to clear off uh, sidewalks that are not currently being serviced
1: 150 kilometers that's not very much
6: well i mean look that 150 kilometers of sidewalk actually is is pretty good 80 percent of torontonians are getting sidewalk clearing now can we do better we must do better and and you know look i'm supportive of expanding it and uh, so why did you vote against it I didn't vote against it. We sent it to budget committee. We're trusting uh, Councillor Layton to take carriage of it. Um, Councillor Matlow, I, I don't remember him coming to budget committee or or advocating for this over the years, but it's glad his voice has joined joined ours to expand sidewalk clearing. Gene, Gene, and, that's, and, that's and, I think, and I think that's, that's just, something that's, that... Okay, one at here.
1: a time. One at a time, uh, Councillor Pasternak, finish your thought, and then we will let the others
6: respond. Uh, we can't dismiss the budgetary process. We... The seniors and and the residents of Toronto want us to be responsible in the budgetary process and respect it. We have some money now to expand it. We expand it every year. We're expanding it more. We've just spent somewhere in the vicinity of $5 million in new technology and equipment. We want we want uh, Councillor Layton uh, to come back with a proposal through the budgetary process to expand it further. I'd be happy to support it.
3: So, so let me – this is Councillor Layton – Le- Mike, let me just be clear. My request was for a report to go to council on the feasibility of implementing it, at the co- consultant's recommendation, and the cost. It lost. No other ma- motion was made. Okay. The, the we we our budget committee meets in February, right? Like that's when this comes back. Our 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 twenty twenty budget. So you can you can pretty much guarantee it's not going to be it's not going to impact this this calendar year, and then finally. We're actually, through this report, requesting money as part of the 2020 budget. So why couldn't we request money for the whole, uh, for, for, for the whole pilot? We're requesting oh, look,
6: money out of the, the 2020 is, budget. Uh, uh, Councilman, you know the pilot's fully funded. We bought the equipment. We're rolling out for 150 kilometers. We're already spending upwards of uh, $90 million uh, this year. We're going to be probably dipping into our emergency reserve fund because of the early snowfalls. And we're doing we're doing our best. No, no, Councilor Pasternak, a, it's, it's not fully funded.
3: Page three of the report says very clearly that. The January, February, and March components of this pilot are going to be requested as part of the 2020 operating budget. It's not fully funded. It was fully funded for December, not for next year. That's written in the report. So, what my request to to, to the committee, which then got voted down, was that we ask for what that number would be if we wanted to fully implement the pilot. That okay, the I'm going, going to, to jump to be, in may here. May Excuse, may have, may me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Onto a comment.
1: Excuse me, I'm going to jump in here because I think we're getting sort of a little bit down in the weeds. To summarize it, I'd say that uh, Councillor Layton says that his request to get all the information was turned down. Councillor Pasternak, you said that's not really the case, correct? Uh, uh, Pat
6: correct. We've spent millions of dollars um, on new equipment. We're rolling out uh, to areas that are not service. or commitment is treating all of people in, in Toronto equally, but I should point out that much of the problem is due to private sector, uh, non-response. They're supposed to, apartments and condos and stores are supposed to clear their sidewalks, clear the front of the store, and we need more enforcement of those bylaws.
1: Okay, hang on. Let's hear from a couple of residents. Colin in Toronto. Hi, Colin. Yes, how are you doing? Fine.
4: Um, I'd like to know how city can pass this bylaw requiring homeowners and others to clear sidewalks when it's not their property. Uh, These sidewalks in- are city property. They're not the homeowners' property. How can, how can they get away with passing this ridiculous unfair illegal bylaw requiring homeowners to clear the snow on sidewalks it's not their property. It's that simple.
1: Okay, well, it's been that way for ages. Um, well, thanks for your call.
4: It, it sucks.
1: <laughs> okay, let's go to Brian in East York. I'm I'm trying to get people in, you know, um, before we have to go on this. Brian, you're on the air.
7: Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. You're in quite an argument with those guys, I'll tell you. Uh, well, I
1: mean, seem to be in an argument uh, with everyone.
7: <laughs> well, uh, anyway, I've uh, I've been in East York for over seventy years, so, but. Uh, the, the sidewalk plowing is a darn good idea. It's an excellent idea. But uh, you, you know, do you hear these guys, well, we can't, we, like, I'm lucky enough to live north of the Danforth, you see. And, uh, of course, the fact that, that there's a school at either end of my street might help a bit too, <laughs> but sometimes I wonder about that. But my thing is, they, if they clear the side, we get the sidewalks cleared, there's sometimes it's a little, a uh, bit of a problem and stuff, but the, what really, really irks me is Woodbine Avenue, and I and I'll get every one of those gentlemen that are uh, arguing back and forth. If they want to stroll out some day after a snowstorm, they all meet them at Woodbine Avenue, and on Woodbine Avenue the bike lanes are plowed from uh, O'Connor right down to the lake and this, believe it or not, below the damper, get this, and not only are they cleaned, the amount of salt they put on those bike lanes would, uh, you could do the whole four lanes. Well, Woodbine used to be four lanes. It's bike lanes, and now it's two lanes. And being a bus route, it's a no-lane road. Brian,
1: but That's um, another I've,
7: argument for another day. Okay, but Brian. Let's I've, go with uh, cleaning the sidewalks anyway. And most of those plows okay, have a little Brian, salt they throw along when they go along.
1: Brian, I'm out of time. Okay. <laughs> Thanks yes, for your okay. call. Okay, uh, Councillor Pasternak, what would you like to leave us with?
6: Well, I would just like to say that uh, it's, uh, it's basically a $100 million line item in our budget, and we're fully committed to making sure our roads are safe and our sidewalks are safe and our bike lanes are safe. We rely on 1,500 city staff members plus hundreds of, of different subcontractors. There's hundreds of these plows going out uh, in, across the city. It's, it's very hard to, to manage and get perfection, but I think when, when staff study Uh, the benchmarks against other cities, Toronto has a gold-plated service. Can we do better? Of course we can. Do we have to pour more money into it? Of course we do. We've already bought the technology. We're rolling out uh, areas that aren't serviced, and we're going to continue on that path.
1: Okay, Councillor Pasternak, thanks for being with us.
6: Okay, you're very welcome. All the best. Okay. Right, bye.
1: Bye. And uh, now Councillor Layton and Councillor Matlow, 20 seconds each. What would you like to leave us with?
5: Simply
2: that, uh, Councillor Pasternak earlier said that we're doing our best. We're just factually not doing our best. I heard a lot of divisive talking points, undercutting uh, various members of council, including myself. It's just, it's not the way to actually focus on good public policy. We should be looking at this policy as to whether our child or our parent or our friend is walking down that street. What would we like to see for them? And we're not doing as good as we can. And we need to work together to do better. And that's what I'm hearing from residents. That's what I heard from your callers. And I hope that they tell the mayor and council the same thing. Okay.
1: Councillor Layton.
3: The city did a poll and asked Toronto residents if they supported snow clearing on sidewalks adjacent parked cars, which is the 17% of sidewalks that are remaining. Overwhelmingly, 96% of Torontonians agreed that this was a winter city and that this was a standard that needed to be maintained. Um I simply put forward a motion that tried to bring us along that route and it was voted down by the committee, first the committee and then a majority of city councillors. Uh, we need to do better and this was a step, this was a pot this was an opportunity to do better right before the winter season started and we failed to meet it.
1: Okay. Well, uh, that's all the time we have on this for today. I have a hunch this is going to be coming up again. And thank you so much to Counselors Mike Layton and Josh Matlow. Thank you.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.